episode 18 of the Utility Players Podcast, June 1st, 2021. Welcome to the podcast, boys and girls. This guy just said 2021. Yeah. 200. Wait. Gotcha. 20, <laughs> what do you say? 2021. He said, he said 2021. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? How was your uh, Memorial Day weekends? Sure. I mean, I worked. Saturday and Sunday. Uh, last day at, at Verizon for the boy. No more retail. retirement. Retirement party. Yeah, they, I, hung, I hung up. Yeah, it, was kinda, it was kind of poetic justice because on Sunday I worked by myself, so it kind of just recapped Today. my whole. They have a food. They have a food day for you. No nah, hell no. I was oh, I was damn. in that bitch grinding by myself. I, I hung up my shirt in the rafters. <laughs> I was gonna ask that too. Did the Verizon yeah. shirt go up? The polo. And then uh, yesterday, I kind of just chilled, took a nap, watched a few videos on certain things that I'm doing right now, and it's about it. Nothing crazy. Damn. What's it feel like to not be there? By the way, that's some Wells Fargo stuff. Damn it. That's some Wells Fargo stuff, too. You want to run that back? No. (laughs) Okay. Of, uh, what do you call it? Having food days when people are leaving. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just mass. Yeah. They didn't give a fuck about Ford. They were just like, yeah. work solo. No one's going to say bye. Collect your check. We'll send it to you. Yeah, like, it's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, fuck, I'm going is. to AT&T. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Of course, I had like three or four people call me today. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to go by and see you. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Sweet. I won't be here. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, it's bittersweet, but. Just the next chapter in your book, you know. Yeah, on a new beginnings. So next chapter. Yeah, all right. Big and uh, exciting things. I went to I the. Uh, what inter- day it was? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I went to the Inter Miami game. Second game was pretty fun. They lost three nothing. I had no idea it was three nothing uh, because <laughs> the supporter section doesn't stop cheering, so you don't know if they scored or the, you know there's no difference. Yeah. It's consistent. So I was like, oh. It's three nothing. We lost. All right, let's go home. <laughs> like an hour and a half later. Pretty fun though. Weekend was good for me. I had two graduation parties, which was nice, I guess. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> um, did some stuff around the house. I crushed my garage, hung more stuff up. I did a bunch of house stuff. Did some dad know. things. Home improvement at Ben's house. It's not a it's not a holiday weekend unless you do some you know dad stuff. Went and had some drinks with uh Mr. Montana. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, it's chill. All right. So let's um with the uh, NBA playoffs going Fuck on obviously. Go ahead. I thought I thought you I thought you put in some input real quick while I was lo- looking down. Talk about it. <laughs> Unless is, is he you a, better have something a, now. Is he on a delay? I don't know, but I feel like I'm on a four-day bender. I had no idea what day it was during this yeah. weekend. Schoolboy gravy over here. Right. Took yeah. off today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. He actually has a song yeah. called Gravy. Um, yeah, it took off today. So as you can see by my outfit, I have no idea what's going on in life. Yep. It, it was beautiful out. I had a 7.45 oh, yeah. tea time, and it took me like 17 hours to play. And, uh, yeah, this weekend was good. 
Went you to look the brewery, like golf twice. Look, no complaints. You look like a cardboard cutout when uh, people are in class and they want to pretend they're paying attention, so they would, they would cut out. Oh my god, he does! Right, like you would. <laughs> he does. That's why when you said, "Is he on delay or something?" I was like, yeah. "Is he talking?" I can't. He just didn't move at all. <laughs> if you were, if you were a teenager right now and your mom came in your room and saw like a hump in the bed. <laughs> oh, little Jimmy's sleeping or whatever. She'd whip Jimmy. those covers over and it'd be just a like a, a cardboard cut out of Nick's face right now, just laying there like this. Yeah. That's Watch what you look cardboard. like. Yeah. <laughs> so let's um, it's sunny out in Iowa again. So yeah, it's gonna be right. hot this weekend. Hopefully it's Ooh. a good summer for you guys. Pray for you because you guys only get what two, three months? About two, three weeks. It'll be two, three weeks. It'll be nice till probably mid-september okay and then it'll start to get i mean colder i mean it won't get real cold till this end of december january january is the worst month january february below agreed yep so let's uh set off this uh episode uh with you know kind of news that broke yesterday and 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 this is a topic that everybody could relate to as far as uh you know mental health depression anxiety uh, naomi uh, Asaka withdrew from the uh, French Open. At first, she put out a statement or was questioned and said, "Hey, I'm not going to do any, uh, you know, post media match, uh, you know, interviews or conferences before and after." Because, and then she put out a statement. If you didn't read the statement, obviously, go on ESPN, whatever. Um, but it, it's a major, it's major news because you know somebody that's you know very young in their low twenties on top of their game is is going through something and. You know, the media, you got different ways to view it as a, as a human, as an athlete, as a media person, or just, you know, somebody a, as a fan of hers that want to watch because Kyrie's done this all year. Uh, but obviously when Kyrie did it, he was criticized a little bit more. Um, but I think as more athletes come out and do this, uh, maybe we'll see some normalcy. Uh, but w- w- what do you guys think about, you know, kind of how she went about it, the, the whole state of, you know, mental health with athletes and, and basically any human being individually? Kyrie had for, her back too. Yeah, yeah, he did. A lot of a lot of people have her back. And mm-hmm. for the people who are complaining and bitching and have a problem with this, I want them to be in those individuals' shoes and have to deal with they have to deal with. And I, I want I want to see how that goes for them. I want to see how they handle it before they start talking about how these kids twenty twenties and uh, was Kyrie thirty now. 28. Oh, yeah. Okay. So 20s, regardless, which you're still a kid. And Ben said it the other day. It's like people always say the 20s are like the best years of our lives. Well, now like the 30s are probably the best years of your life because you're matured and you mm-hmm. have a life and a set income and you're good. But it's like, dude, they're in the public limelight. And hey, maybe not her individually or Kyrie individually, but maybe people don't handle it the best way. They're learning. Like it's, it's, it's something that they're learning how to do with on the fly in front of millions of people every day. So, I mean, look, she's stated before I was told that she has like these mental issues and she feels severely uncomfortable doing uh, what is it? Interviews and stuff before and after the events. So just like, leave it alone. If she doesn't want to talk, I hate this rule that players are, or uh, athletes are required to speak directly after games and matches. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Because you're going to get an emotional response, rightly so. So, I mean, I know it's hard with, like, games being back-to-back 
um, tennis matches being back to back or, you know, every other day, but like maybe waiting a day and then like yeah. talking to them the next day or like, you know, with baseball, basketball, football, you know, when the guys go in the next day, have them talk before the game. Yeah. Make them available. Now with zoom calls, make them available at different times, but it's like, get over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's tough. I mean, she's only 23. I mean, I mean, when I was 23, I was going through a lot of different things and I can't imagine the things that she's going through being in that spotlight that she is on top of her game. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't be able to handle it and not a lot of people or anyone that's bashing her or talking negative about it probably wouldn't be able to handle it either. So just yeah. like Gravy was saying, take a step back and be in their shoes for a second. They're human. When I, yeah, when I was 23, I probably was one of the dumbest humans on earth. I mean, so I don't even know how <laughs> they do it, but I really was, but uh, I've thought a lot about it this weekend and I think of it twofold. Think of it twofold. One, I agree with Nick. I always have thought, and I've been public, I've publicly stated that the, the post-game interviews that the players have to do or they get fined, which is insane to me, um, is the dumbest thing ever. Like it's some sort of, you know, um, what do you call it? Like requirement that they have to do. I know they make it a requirement, but it's the dumbest thing ever. If I was put in a position to do that, and you're going to interview me after an emotional sporting event, which I competed at at the highest level with all of my emotions and effort, then when I give you dumbass answers, right. you know, then you better not say anything negative about me. You you are talking to me in one of my most emotional states, so you expect emotional answers. So I applaud all athletes that try to keep their cool during those interviews and whatnot speaking of one of my favorites was that baylor basketball player in the ncaa tournament years Brandon ago Prince. i don't know if you remember this yeah <laughs> yeah when he's like uh what happened there they out rebounded you, you know, this and he was like well they went up and you see they grabbed the basketball off with two hands and they came down with it and that's called a rebound and they got more of those than we did <laughs> i love that part that's my favorite part yeah. they got more of those than we did like yeah, yeah. Oh. Former if, former if i wasn't yeah if i was a, a pro athlete those are the answers i would give you all the time yep. all yes. the time i would not and be I, professional i would not be anything to him so if she doesn't want to do it i'm totally fine with her not doing it. It's her choice. I think it should be a choice anyway, if I want to come talk to you or not come talk to you, especially when they're trying to keep their mindset into the actual professional, you know, match that they're, she's trying to compete in. At the other part of it though, I do think that it is important for everyone to learn how to answer tough questions in tough moments. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that I'm saying anything negative about Naomi, but I do think that is also an important aspect of life just generally learning how to answer tough questions in tough situations and i think it helps make you a better person um again not saying anything about this no that's, that's just true. another facet to this but if it's her choice and she wants to the reaction you're seeing from people is exactly why people have mental health issues people uh, athletes continue there, there's a divide between them and journalists and they that you see these days you didn't see before that you're going to continue to see, um, you know, kudos for them standing up. I hope more athletes do this and say, screw it. I, I don't, why do I want to talk to you? There's yeah. plenty of other times to have media yeah. availability. 
the craziest thing say... ever too is like watching the Super Bowl, right? And then watching after you lose the Super Bowl, they interview people from the losing team. Can you imagine going and answering questions from strangers? Who I can't imagine fuck why, about the losing team? Why you lost the game? Yeah. <laughs> Open for it, a sound it makes bite. no That's it makes no doing. sense. Yeah. To talk to a losing to, yeah. team. Ray, you you're just said it headlines. too. Hoping for a soundbite. You're, you're trying yeah. to take advantage of somebody. Right. And I hate that. In their most vulnerable state, and as an athlete, yeah. when are you most vulnerable? When you're when you lose, when you are in defeat, when you feel uh, not confident confident about how you perform. That's exactly what Media 101 is. Is that's what I'm gonna get you at your raw rawest, <laughs> and that's usually what happens. Is that's why athletes spaz on reporters. Yeah. Yeah. And to touch on something that uh that you said, Ben, about like dumb dumbass answers, I wouldn't even say it's that. It's just not the answer that the media is looking for. Like, who cares what the media wants? Like, I'm gonna say what I want to say when I want to say it. Like, I shouldn't have to tailor my response to what you what you want to write on your article, what you want people to click for. So I mean they're gonna you know, correct. you know, the writer's gonna go take something out of it and spin mm-hmm. their article the way they want to do it exactly. anyway. So they're yep. why do I need to answer your question? That happened, fake ass article. that happened to KD recently. Uh, Charles Barkley asked him a question about a month or two ago, and he gave an answer of yes or no. Yeah. And, and it got headlines because it was like, oh, KD's being defiant. It was like, and then somebody reached, or I think KD said on Twitter, somebody defended, it was like, dumb questions get really simple and dumb answers. Yep. Ask a smart, intelligent basketball uh, question, and you'll get a – because KD's not afraid to talk to the media. He's going to give you a long yeah. answer. And I've seen many <clears throat> interviews this year that he's done that so if he's giving you a yes or a no answer that means your question was uh, uh was very poking the bear a little bit yeah yep. and i think all these players will will speak to the media and i think one i just want to say something fast is i also don't think that it's fair for the athlete to go into the um interview with this like notion that oh i'm gonna answer these questions like this today or like, I'm yeah. just going to, you know, like with Marshawn Lynch and he was like, I'm just here so I won't get fined or like <laughs> things like that. Like, correct. Ask a smart question. Have respect for the person that you're interviewing, the person that's giving you five, 10 minutes of their time after losing, winning, whatever at a, you know, high emotional state and just ask respectful questions. But like you said, when you ask stupid questions, you're going to get stupid answers. And, you know, back to um, Naomi is, is that how you say her name? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's really unfair that I think I don't know why it's like such a big deal. I, I really don't. <laughs> well, the because only thing because it's taken away from the norm, you know, that sports, especially, especially that sport, right? Yeah. Is probably made individual up of sport too. It's yeah. probably made up of a bunch of old time. You see it in a lot of baseball. Baseball has all these unwritten rules or the old time ways of baseball that anybody that does anything different, you know, some of the old timers who are, have power in these sports throw a fit about. I think it's the same thing is there is why people are upset. Also, it's not the norm. Like people mm-hmm. are upset that she won't answer questions or they think she's being a baby. Anything a pro athlete does. She is. Like in a sense, she is. Like she is a young, she's a young adult. Like she is learning how to go through these situations. And it's like, I feel just like everyone who has a problem with it at 23, you were a fucking loser. And you at this (laughs) point in your life cannot get up and speak and defend yourself of why you suck at your job in front of millions of people every day. It's, I also think it's 
a lot of people, and especially in, in, in American culture, maybe in world culture, we view athletes in a way, and this is going to be a weird word to say, but with kind of like a entitlement or slave mentality. And I don't mean that in terms of anybody's race. What I mean is uh, we view athletes, how many times have you heard that, you know, shut up and dribble, don't talk, yep. don't have any sort of opinion right. about anything. Because they're because just employees. One, they're probably, they view them as wealthy people who shouldn't have to complain or have any issues of their own in life. So when they do stand up for something that they don't view as something they should stand up for, they shut their mouth and answer the questions because they're getting paid millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. That's when people freak out. You know, it's more yeah. of a, a, an entitlement. Like the athletes are there on display. I think viewed in a lot of culture for our entertainment and they should do what we want them to do. And when they don't, then that's when you know, people freak out. What is, that only, is that only with athletes though? Cause like, I don't think, um, you know, we, not we as us in general or specifically, but I don't think we hold like artists or actors or actresses to that same standard. Cause I mean, like a musician could say the same thing LeBron was saying and no one would say, shut up and sing, you know, how they exactly. tell LeBron shut up and dribble. So totally. I think with I artists, mean, they, they put their music out or they go on these concert tours and stuff like that, Yeah, but they're constantly not in like Drake when the, when the fuck has anyone seen Drake lately? Besides, you know that right. event he was with LeBron. You know they they're able to go hide and not actually be in front of a camera or you know on they'll TV hold, every hold, other day. Know, concert benefit concerts for some sort of cause and you know go out and talk about it. I, I do. I I agree with Danny there. To me, it's athletes. Some reason with yeah. athletes. Yeah, artists and musicians have always had a touch with the people because of music is for the people, the time, emotion. So mm -hmm. I think historically musicians have always been linked with social, um, whether injustice or social changes. So I think that's why, what to Danny's question of why do athletes get it? Because I feel like for as long as music's been around, it's always been tied with uh, a decade or a time period. So they go almost together. So you almost respect or listen to an artist or a J Cole or somebody like that, a Kendrick more. And then with athletes, they've tried to do it a few times, but then in the nineties, um, I watched a documentary where Michael Jordan never said anything politically uh, because yeah. that was when the athletes were getting paid more money in the nineties. That was kind of like the, them going over the hill and getting more endorsements and you didn't want to risk speaking out. So now yeah. the players and athletes are, are actually more in control now than ever with their almost uh, who they sign with uh, where before it was like, all right, you don't want to sign. We're just going to give somebody else this money. And mm -hmm. now it's more pick and choose. So what I did want to end my opinion on was what Ben said was uh, I don't, I love that this is a topic and we could talk about it and look at athletes for once as human beings as well. But you can't run away from tough questions, hard times. You do have to deal with them. So with that being said that we all said, as far as, um, you know, give her time. If she wants to take time off, you also have to follow that up in my opinion, by confronting and, and being bold and, and having a bad match. And that goes into, it's an individual sport. So all of her losses, all of her wins are on her versus a team sport where you could blame maybe five, six, right. 10 other individuals. So that's kind yeah. of what I'll end on my turn on that. I got uh, I got two quick things and I'm done with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. One is like, I also, I immediately thought of 
uh, Marcus Stroman. I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. I know Ben does. Um, the guy is super positive, yeah. always posting quotes, like really big on the mind and his like core and just always the guy is always smiling. He's always positive no matter what. And it's crazy to see the the disrespect or like the uh, the hate that he gets on a daily basis. You know, yeah, granted, being positive and uplifting. Correct, right? Because because for some Crazy. reason that puts out to the people that he doesn't care or that you know he's not as invested or you know oh we lost ten in a row but like he's still happy like no like they're also human beings off the field <laughs> and yeah. it's, it's wild and you know whether it's people on Twitter or it's these reporters where most of this is generated from because they're the ones who are crying so my response to them would be. How about you do your job? And instead of where in a world where we people have become so thirsty for like getting the headline out first or, you know, getting likes or retweets, how about you just sit down and like do your job and research and be a journalist <laughs> instead of, yeah. you know, grabbing at these guys and girls um, for information when you know they are not in the best mind to, you know, give you the actual information that you want. So it's just, it gets back to everyone kind of just doing their part. And Hey, if people are going through stuff and you know, they're in the constantly in the limelight, let them go through it. People aren't always going to say the right things. We haven't always said the right things. And I think we're all doing pretty good. So I don't know. Absolutely. Hope it here's how, uh, here's how you, I, here's how you solve this. I think, I think you maybe. I think it's about the questions you ask. See, if I were a journalist, I would go in there and, you know, I'd ask Naomi or somebody, I wouldn't even ask anything about the game. I'd be like, Naomi, if you were to become a box of cereal, what would you become and why? Right. Questions that would just throw her off or get some uh -huh. interesting answer, or like get her mindset. And I'm like, what is this weirdo? And she'd be like, you know what? Yeah. I'd be fruity yeah. pebbles. Not immediately. I love why did you drop two sets today in your body language? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. media is a business still, though. So at the end of the day, right. you have your 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 superior of putting course. the pressure on you to create an article or create a headline that will sell us more magazines or newspapers or clicks. So the pressure, I get what you're saying because I agree, but there's a business behind that side as well. But I yeah. do think that there's people who, if you, in my opinion, the most respected, um, successful writers, journalists, reporters, whatever – are the ones that um, are able to have these conversations off the camera with these athletes. Yep. Yeah. And I know um, who's the guy that's like really close with uh, KD. Is that Chris Hayes? Chris Haynes, maybe? I don't I know. Yeah, so. something like that. Yeah. yeah, like guys like that, you know, I know I know Rachel Nichols has uh, conversations with these players and, and others. That's for other reasons why she's yeah, close with athletes. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I looked right at him. <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's like writers like those in all sports who respect the athlete that have the best stories and are ultimately, you know, successful and in good spots. So, I mean, at they least treat people like doing people. it right. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yep. They treat them like people instead of sound bites. Yeah. You know, that's what they do. So speaking of throw, no, and, and, and I'm, I'm so glad we spent more than probably 15 minutes on that because that's something that everybody that listens to this podcast that listens for sports or some of the randy funny stuff that we talk about that this is some real stuff that if you're going through it, hopefully, you know, you could, you could uh, either relate to these athletes and, and, and get through whatever you're going through, but let's kind of segue into another 
human topic and what the hell is in in the realm of what the hell is wrong with human beings uh is the fans going crazy at these sporting events in basketball where uh, for about 13 14 months people were not able to go and and enjoy a a a sporting event with friends family and create those memories that we all from you know us watching sports have all went through to now throwing popcorn on people as they're leaving, spitting on people, uh, throwing a water bottle, a racially slur, racial slurs at their family members in the crowd. Uh, what the hell is going on in this world that we yeah. can't even act right at a Threw my body basketball. armor at you. <laughs> it's almost, to me, it's like, it's, it's insane, right? It's, yeah. This is insane. Like, have you, any of you ever gone to a game and at once thought in your head, I'm going to throw something at one of the players? Never. So one, I would love to sit down with one of these human beings and talk to them and be like, how in the world did you do you think that that is acceptable to do? Like, how do you first off, how do you think it's acceptable to do to a non-athlete to just another human being? They want to be. Yeah, honest. right. And then how, <laughs> how do you think you're going to do that to an athlete? is insane what's even more insane to me is we had like all those happen within either the same night or day right then a couple days later was the Nets celtics game and someone threw a water bottle you know that dude knew about everything that had happened previously and he still went out and threw a water bottle at somebody it's it's insane to me and ran on the court at the wizards game yeah you know what if one of these athletes gets a hold, I hope one of them gets a hold of you and there should be no re- repercussions yeah. because if that's how it's going to be in the world. If you, if we are, if I am somewhere and someone throws popcorn on me or throws a water bottle on me or, or spits on me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, someone is not going to be some, I'll be writing letters to family the members, let them know of their passing of their loved one. Shout because. out Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. Right, yeah, that's, how, like, that's what it's gonna have to come to. Somebody this is threw a cup it's, on him, point. and that man this came. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah, this is what's it's gonna, gonna happen. have to happen again. It has to. I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, I want to say it was this past weekend. Uh, it was at a, a minor league game. A guy threw up and in at a batter, and I think it hit his front shoulder, but he fell to the floor. And a fan ran on the field and like tried yeah. to fight the pitcher for the pitcher, hitting the bat. Yeah, I didn't see that video. Yeah. And all you see is like the third baseman just come out of nowhere and throw the dude <laughs> to the fucking him. ground. Oh, and the dude was just later. like, but it was like send this skinny cracker who fucking <laughs> probably had like four Michelob Ultra lights or something, yeah. and he was feeling himself. And it's just it's like, crazy. what, like, what goes through your mind to do yeah. something like that? Especially mm-hmm. now, like, are you not in tune with what's going on in the sports world? Yeah. You have yeah. to be if you're 4K. at that game, or if you care that that much that your player got hit. Yeah, this I mean, this last year, I'm not. This last year, I think, like, really fu- fuck people up mentally. Yeah, you know. Listen, heck, people, heck people says crazy. it. Pandemic got motherfuckers going crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it's, what I was gonna say. This is what happens when you lock people up not doing shit for for a year and i mean people just forget how to act they forget how to behave normally i mean it's it's not good it's not good for the sport i'm fine with fans running on the field whatever that's fine do what you got to do get your you know 15 minutes of fame but don't be throwing shit at people i mean i know how you guys alluded to um if someone ran on a player they asked bradley beal last night i don't know if you guys saw it he had a perfect answer for it they're like do you feel less safe he's like Nope, I don't want to use the hood term for it, but 
these hands work and yeah, yeah. it should be fair <laughs> game <laughs> yeah it right. should it really should that's what it's going to come down to we're going to get malice at the palace part two and i'm all here for it because these fans I'm need ta- to stop i'm taking the athlete over yeah. the, the oh 100 every every time Dude, it doesn't shout matter out to every time. Athlete it is every, every time. time i'm i'm hitting my bet every time on that yeah i'm yeah. spamming yeah. Shout out to the dude who did run on the court during the Wizards Sixers game. He did manage to clap backboard before he got tackled. He did. Yeah. He did, right? Well, I heard I that. It. I didn't see it, but I heard about yeah, it. That, I respect it. That that's always been part of sports. That's, you know, I agree with Danny whatever, but when you once you start actually doing something to a player, like you yeah. if you start assaulting another player or spitting on them, I can't get over that one. Yeah. I can't yeah. get over never that. Never do one. it if you were standing that next to That dude was in the front row. That was, was, in the, front was in the, the worst row. one out of all of them. Especially today, somebody. Like, with how today is with you know COVID and all the vaccines and all you know how everything is like you don't spit on someone regardless of whatever. But regardless, and then this yeah, is additive. But like, that, come yeah. on, bro. I like, think going forward, every time like somebody does this, they should just send them to the gulag, and <laughs> and Brock Lesnar is just waiting there to beat the living shit out of you, right? Like that. Hey, give you an F five, baby. The next Jake Paul fight, he's fighting whoever does something to, you know, whoever he's throws fighting popcorn. He's, on fighting, uh, he's fighting Tyron Woodley. No, that's yeah, his death sentence. Yeah, I hope Woodley beats but, his ass. But yeah, Woodley. Yeah, Woodley's hey, last, this is I this is T Woods. This is T Woods' redemption tour right here because he's that's been getting what I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, he's been getting he's been getting a hit like pretty good in the last uh, one I watched. Uh, what was that last month? The last maybe? two or three. Yeah, my boy was wobbly for like five straight minutes. So yep. this is a redemption tour. If whether it is, it's because I was uh, I'm a fan of his, but it's like too. Oh, yeah. we need you to pull through here, buddy. Okay, yeah, I will bro. I will yeah. go spar with you. You can beat me up just so Do it for the you people. can knock out yeah. Jake Paul Do it for their culture for real. Jake we, Paul. We, is that guy in the stands that throws the water bottle, spits yeah, on someone, that, throws popcorn? Yes, do it for is. all of us, please, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but like that, we we all agree that the Ben Askren was whatever. I mean, Ben Askren. He did not like take that shit seriously. Yeah, he looks like he's been <laughs> no making. This he's no been way. working at Steak and Shake for the past year. You know, they do need help in West Moines. Right. <laughs> but uh, there's no way he beats Woodley. No way. What did he say today? He said he's going to knock him out in round two, right? I hope not. He's still not fighting a boxer either. I'm not going to lie. When I saw on Twitter today that they were fighting, I I went down a little rabbit hole. And I was on Jake Paul's Twitter and, like, all his boys. And it just angered me so much that I just had to close the app and get on with my day. (laughs) Because they're just fucking weird. It's interesting to me the dynamic of Jake and how he approaches – things and i guess marketing his fights and then logan and how he approaches it they both have different styles logan doesn't really logan's not jake in how he essentially is approaching his fights um no they complement each other but uh there's no way i don't see jake beating tyron woodley it would would in august right yeah august 28 i know but if he if he does if Jake does beat him, you know, what does that do for him? I'm probably just not going to talk about the guy anymore. It gives him a little <laughs> bit. It, it, I mean, if you want to be critical, Stephen A. Smith said it uh, when they announced it. Uh, I think they had a little segment on SportsCenter was, um, you know, if he's legit, as he says he is, Jake Paul, like finally fight somebody with, you know, rounds under their belt 
on yep. a professional level. So if he does win, the credibility will go up a little bit more, but it won't be as if he still fought a boxer. We're all still going to yearn for him to fight an actual boxer because it's like, yes, you beat everyone. You beat a YouTube celebrity, a, a former NBA player, a, you know, a, a grappler UFC guy. And now you're fighting, you know, probably a, a, a solid mix, probably the best fight quality fight, but we're yeah. still going to want him to fight, you know, a 25 year old Mexican dude. That's been yeah. doing this. <laughs> he's five years old. Right. That's yeah. what I want. <laughs> Teofima. Yeah. That's why so, he's in a win-win situation, honestly, because he's probably just going to keep getting the next fights fight. and making money. Exactly. And okay. Everything like that. What happens Sunday which, by the way, Sunday? Come on. Yeah, what is that? It's on a Sunday? There's a yeah. reason for that. No, Floyd, Floyd, it's and, be... Floyd and Logan is this Sunday. Yeah, There's got to be – let me look yeah, at what, what game, what, what basketball games are on Sunday or how many or Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, there's three. No, doesn't look – The NFL's running their shit, apparently. Lakers, right. Suns. Yeah, there's – uh, there's got to be a reason. Maybe they thought during, you know, I'm sure there's research that goes into a June boxing fight. Met Maybe they, they thought they didn't Is there anything going on at <laughs> Dolphin Stadium or Hard Rock, Back, whatever the fuck it's called? The day before? Days? The day before, huh? Maybe a soccer match? I don't know. Probably Does it not. Have to no. do, it would have, have to set to up do... the field. So there's no way. There's no way they no, could. No, but there's, there's a conquer calf and all that, I think. Yeah, but they wouldn't have it to the point where you have a soccer match, let's say. Friday or Saturday, then you have to build this, you know, know. build up the stadium That's and weird. all that. That that'd be kind Unless of. Unless they're just making a whole weekend thing. Does it have yeah. to do anything with Logan go. living in Costa Rica now? He has to catch a flight back, and they only leave. Uh, there's none that go oh, out on Saturdays. Does so he really live in Costa Rica now? That's what I read. Is well, Puerto Rico. I think he's training in Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, I thought yeah, he moved. I, I think... thought he's trained there, but I thought he literally moved there. I don't know about Costa Rica, but I did see an interview where he said, no, I, oh, you're right. Blah, 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 come to I meant, I meant Puerto Rico, not Costa Rica. I'd live okay, in either gotcha. place. Right. Yeah. Either way. I'm, yeah, I'm going in July and end of July. Yeah. So. Have you ever been there before? Yeah. A couple times. Oh, okay. Like very young before the yeah, age of like go. 20. I want to sure it looked ago. like some Puerto Rican stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> what round? Dude. How long does that fight last? Does it go eight? I mean, it lasts from... however long Floyd wants it to last. Okay, so that's <laughs> what I'm asking. How long does it last? I can't tell you. I, I'll tell you like day of how he's feeling. I don't know. He literally well, you said got Floyd, however You I got feel. Floyd's number? You, you, yeah, he got you him on speed some day of, like, yeah, I got some people <laughs> hey, with the money team. Floyd. How you feeling, buddy? I, I, think know some Floyd... people, I know some people that work security at Hard Rock. So I'm like, hey, what do you look like when you walked in? I today? think Floyd <laughs> is smart um, enough to not want to. If, if I'm Floyd, I have so much confidence, let's say, right, going into the fight, which is obvious. But I think as a showman, as a business guy, as maybe a couple more eyeballs, you know, just if you knock them out one minute into the first round and someone's late to ordering the pay-per-view, they're not going to see the fight. So yeah, yeah. I know he thinks like that. Oh, yeah. He's a business he's gonna, gonna He's going to play yeah. defense the whole first. Fight? Yeah. I don't know. That's a great I question. So. I, I think sure. he plays defense the whole first not does anything. So he could always go, I didn't try anything for first round. Then second round, maybe little boop, boop, stick and move. And then I think he ramps it up in the third. And then the third, I think the third is eight. minimum. I think that's the, the eight round that, that's what it goes no matter what. Oh, it it's goes total five. eight rounds. It's, exhi I'm, I'm, it's exhibition. Five. Yeah, it goes, it goes five or six. I think. And, right. and Floyd is smart there too, because it's exhibition. 
So if hmm. he did does lose, it doesn't touch his exit or his well, yeah, uh, record. He's not. Losing. He's not <laughs> so, losing. So I think he'll ramp he might it not know up how to in read, the but third. He's not that stupid. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna say round. I'm oh, gonna. Yeah, say, I'm right. I'm writing these down. By the way, round yeah. four. You I think got Fifty who, Cent is gonna be there to troll. Hey, oh my God. Okay. What if he loses? Fifty Cent is gonna troll the <laughs> shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, I, I don't think he loses. Bro, but there no was fights. lets him lose. There was fights going into Floyd's uh, later career, like the last five, that I thought I was like, "Damn, you're really taking this fight like you're going against a guy that has nothing to lose and you have everything to lose." And those were guys with like 30, 40 professional fights under their belt. So yeah. there's no possible. I don't care about the age. At the end of the day, Mayweather, yeah. he's not doing this rolling out of bed eating McDonald's. He might eat McDonald's and then go train, but. He's he's getting ready for a fight. He's gonna show off a little bit at least. So I got yeah. round four. Who else got? And what do you have? Because I'm writing this shit down. I'm gonna. I got five. I'm gonna tell Elliot to put it on the <laughs> IG. Round five I'm going, gravy. I'm going seven. Yeah. Round yeah, seven. I'm going round six. Seven. Round and two. If, I like uh, that we all pick different ones. Nice. If um. Wait. The so only you're way doing Logan. The, the only way what? Logan has a chance is he has to knock him out in round one. That's the only so one. We all got May. No, I said round four. four oh, because okay. I said round three, he'll ramp it up, do some work. But I think he'll wait till halfway through to like, all right, yeah. it's time. You know? Yeah, I will say also that uh, uh, shout out to Logan because that dude, did you see him? He is in shape. He That's what I will give him. He shape. is. That man transformed his body and, and he, you could tell yeah. he ain't playing. So when no. he does, hopefully he, he does fade a le- uh, fight a legit boxer. I think he could, you know, if he's got the right training yeah. and hopefully get some experience, I think he could be legit because body-wise and kind of how he approaches everything, it looks like he's doing nothing but training, bro. Yeah. Like, no matter I what know. I see him do when it's – I don't follow any of his platforms, but, I mean, you don't have to nowadays. It's on every yeah. fucking uh, – Yeah, so talking about any of that shit. So, do, yeah, we ever get a, do we ever get a Logan-Paul-Jake Paul fight? There you go. That is – the one they do – so I think – I never thought about this until you just said – I think they do that when both of the buzz have kind of dimmer, simmered a little bit. Maybe yeah. one loss, maybe one loss twice, and they got like – they're like, all right, we can't fight anybody legit because we already <laughs> lost to a bum, let's say. Let's fight each other. I think that's when they go to that. Am I wrong? Or here, right? or, really- or let me let me put this out there. And chill out, guys. Let me get through it. Uh, Jake, like I'm some beats- drunk uncle. Jake beats Woodley. Logan knocks Floyd out. Jake's first boxing match is against his brother Christmas weekend. Woo! Sign me up! That, that, honestly, if you are going to go, if, if, if by crazy chances they both win, that would probably I'll break this records. That would probably, <laughs> yo, dude, that's going to break records yeah. of pay-per-views because they're going to go, wait, what the fuck just happened? I have yeah. to watch this. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, and that's the best take you'll ever probably have yeah. on this podcast. That only because it, it sounds so crazy, but in 2021, anything's possible. Really? Yeah. For real. Thank God we recorded it because I'm going to play that back for my daughter when she's born. I love that too. I love that everything we say is recorded so we always have receipts. I hate giving those people clout, but I guess as long as we're watching and it's entertainment, you got to give them just to because they probably won't Sunday? be relevant five mm. years from now. Yeah, on a Sunday. That's kind of weird. Crushing. 
Well, let's get into the meat and potatoes of episode 18 is the uh, NBA playoffs. Speaking of meat and uh, potatoes, does anybody actually like pot roast? Pot roast ain't bad. Fucking serious. Don't tell yeah, me I'll- that you don't like pot roast. It's not. Come on. Pot roast is literally just like stew, meat, and potatoes, yeah. right? Am yeah. I missing some? I don't. It's Basically. not a. It's not a thing that my parents cooked when I was growing up, and something I've eaten yeah. in my adult life. But this, this man walked away from the podcast. Yeah, he did. Watch is probably cooking pot. Mandy's is probably that all cooking we had pot to roast say? right now. Yeah, is that all we had to say. Just hey. say something about say something about, like about pot roast. Pot roast. <laughs> ben, he doesn't like pot roast. I never said I didn't like pot roast. He was I, bringing I'm up saying, a hot topic. Yeah. Is it is it actually good or not? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's amazing. No one, no one ever, at, at any job when you you go to a job and they do like get to know you sessions, they do those dumbass questions. Someone's like, name your favorite food. No one has ever said pot roast. That is my favorite in food. history. Is You've it never said really? It. <laughs> yeah, you never had pot roast with some nice noodles, and then you got like the beef. All right. Oh, nice I've had that as yeah, nice See, my moist dad, in- beef. And you got some yeah, my potatoes. Dad, my dad cooks carrots. something like that, different. but it's called something different. When you, th- you, know, when you, you know what the best part in. of it is? You threw noodles in. That's not pot roast. You know what the best part of it is? What? But it is Fucking fire. gravy. Fucking gravy. gravy. It's <laughs> magnificent. Y'all, y'all got to have some uh, hiaco, bro. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> some uh, hiaco. What's like, that? <laughs> Voice of that. He said, <laughs> "Hey, you know what? That just reminded me of that what? video. There's some Air Force ones. But uh, yako is like a. It's kind of like a stew, but it's got corn, uh, carrots. It's got yeah, some meat in it. It's okay. kind of sort of like pot roast, but it's, it's some good shit. Some Damn. good shit when you come to South Florida." I got that's you. one thing I think I like that's it. one thing every culture could relate with is uh that like that you know they call it poor people food like soup is what yeah. poor people food because it's just like put some water add some whatever you got Dude, left of food. stuff and and every culture has some type of stew right exactly oh my, my god we had ramen last up. night yep yeah I've been as my dad growing up we'd uh we go to his house and we'd be like dad what are we having for dinner <laughs> and he would just go to the cupboard and whatever we have he'd like put it all in a pan and just mix it all up, and then you throw cheese over it. And we like, what is this? He's like, it's a mess. Eat it. It's a mess. And it was good every time. And he's like, if you just put some cheese over it, it masks all the flavor of everything else, so it'll be good. Yeah, is that like garbage pizza? Like people know. in Iowa ask for garbage pizza. What's that's garbage a real pizza? term. That's a real yeah, term. That's that real shit. Thing. Oh, I don't. Oh, like everything on it type. All I got at my dad's house was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So you're lucky. Yeah, hey, no, I'm lucky. I just told you my dad found stuff in the cupboard that he had he and just threw it in a pan and put cheese on it. That's it. That usually works when you're like 16 yeah. and you're like staying home alone for the first time while your parents you go care. out to do You're not tasting anything. The only thing you're thinking, thinking about is boobs and when your boner will go down. From the ages of 13 to 19, you literally don't taste food. When you come out of well, 19 what, years old, that's when you start to taste food. You know, my example was they go out for the anniversary. You do some weird stuff by yourself and then you yeah. make like a weird like I made fried bologna one time. Uh, one oh, of my yeah. first meals that I cooked on the stove. Why? Because it was like, oh, I got bologna. I got cheese and I got some bread. I want right. to spice it up. I want to prove like I'm an adult. Throw that bitch on the fryer. It was awesome. bologna. Yeah. Haven't, haven't had it since, though. But yeah, that was the I would hope not moment in my life. We got a fake bologna nowadays. 
my brother and I would uh, um, put stuff in the microwave to see what happens when you turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> one time we put a cream sa- cream saver. Remember cream saver life? Yeah. Those yeah, 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 we, put, yeah. we put one in there and I blew the microwave up. It blew it up. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's crazy. You know what? You also, do. speaking of bologna, my dad used to get uh, spam a lot, which I think is pretty good, by the way. And then, I ate that my whole childhood. I ate that my whole childhood. And then, do you ever see that lunch meat, like that ham lunch meat with the little cheeses in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. No. <laughs> it's like squares. Like it's just a piece bro. of meat. I'm privileged. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we get on this topic, but we can move on. I'll start talking uh, about NBA playoffs. Trying to think I talked the about thing I used to eat. I hope, I, I hope Ray's rundown I goes to NBA playoff, and then right after that says, "Is pot roast good?" <laughs> Question. Yeah, I was just gonna. <laughs> I was just thinking how I'm gonna do that time. Or I'm gonna. Me and Elliot are gonna work on that timestamp. Uh, I'm gonna have to completely cut out that uh, NBA was mentioned. But we talked about meat and potatoes, and now we're in the meat and potatoes of the episode. Uh, so, recapping, you know, we're game four or five into each series. Uh, Knicks are down 3-1. Knicks talked a lot of shit. All the crowd was involved, and now they went to we Atlanta. talked a got... lot of shit? I mean, the fans. Fans-wise. Sorry. Okay. When I say y'all, they, Y'all I can have this players. topic. All right. Yeah, no, I'm just going to run through that. And yeah, then Danny's going to sit this one it. out like the heat. Hawks and Knicks down 3-1. The Wizards might battle back and make it a game, you know, maybe six with Embiid injured and – um, you know, they got some life. You know, Westbrook's going to come out like a maniac. Jazz will probably handle that Grizzly series. Clippers, Mavericks, that's probably the the series of the playoffs. Now, you know, we didn't think so. Well, we probably thought so it would be competitive, but that's 2-2. Nets are going to handle business tonight as it's going on as we record. Nuggets, Blazers, that's another toss-up. That's 2-2. Lakers, Suns. 3-1. I thought it was 3-1. No, 2-2. Nuggets, Blazers, they play at 9. Oh, the, um, and then yeah, Suns, yeah. Lakers, man. Uh, play tonight at 10 p.m. So by the time this episode drops, is AD playing result. tonight? He is not playing tonight. He's made out of glass too. And uh, basically, and then obviously the uh, the Bucks took care of the Heat, which I was mad about because I'm biased about that. I wanted the Heat to at least challenge that series and make him go six. Uh, so you know, more in, not more injuries, but they get you know more more games under their belt. But now the the Bucks are just sitting back waiting for the Nets. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What what is what since we've last recorded? What have you guys seen in these uh, well, NBA playoffs? My my pick for the Nuggets making it to the finals fucking awful. Um, <laughs> if I could take that back, I would. But uh, I don't think so. AD, Joel Embiid, and my left ankle are all made of glass. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. This guy gets hurt every freaking year. I don't know what it is. I feel bad for him. I, I do. It's and I don't know how severe what, Embiid's injury was, but I think, damn, I feel I bad for AD. The, I think, yeah, I feel bad. I mean, he's great. I think it'll be a story of his career. I think he'll deal with this constantly throughout his career. I just don't think his body. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. See, he's it's not be, it's like he's not built it's like be, KD. It's going to be, he's always going to be they what, are built what could have been if he didn't deal with the in, injuries, you know, like people in the past. You, obviously, we think it's people like Derrick Rose and not at the same position, you know, Penny Hardaway. What what could they have been mm-hmm. if they didn't deal with so many injuries, injuries? I think that'll be AD. T-Mac. And I don't know if he, I don't know if, I don't know what the man's diet's like. I don't That's know what, what his training routine's it's like. So I don't odd. know what any of, any of that is like. 
I know, for example, being a big Derrick Rose fan and then following his career a lot, I know when he, he like changed his diet, you know, stopped eating all of his, all of his candy that he used to eat, uh, really focused on, you know, doing a lot of stretching and stuff that the injuries didn't, I guess, has happened as much. Not saying that has anything to do with it, but I don't know. I also think being that big, how do you not get injured every day? Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm like, I, I get it. Injuries can happen, but for me, I'm like struggling with understanding how it keeps happening to him every season. And it's like, he's not this, like he's, he's pretty much built. Like he's got some meat on the bones. You know what I mean? He's not, he doesn't have that like thin body frame, like KD. Like I, I get it. He's a powerful, he takes a lot of hits. He plays the center position too. Um, but damn, it's like, yeah, I can't catch a break. What I will say about that is, uh, guys that were built like that for in, in the history of the NBA. And there's so many variables that go into this as far as injuries. Like you can't just put it on schedule. You, you, you put on a piece <clears throat> of plays different. Uh, the center is not the center that of the shacks and the Mutumbos anymore. They're constantly moving. It's right. not like you're a center that, goes to the baseline or the paint and puts their hand up. They're, yep. they're doing uh, MB to set in a pick and roll, dropping low out. in the paint. Yeah, yeah he's stretching out. He's moving. Out. So, yeah, and, and, and MB and AD are t- – and c- so Joke, uh, um, Joker, he plays a different way. He plays a lot slower. He plays on top of the key, more composed yeah. on top of the key. So he's not going to get injured – as much he does need to lose a little more weight each year that he gets older i think in my opinion because it'll only help him but he plays at such a slow pace where i don't see him getting hurt like an ad and Embiid. but these guys are doing something that has never been seen before in the nba is they're stretching out in the post they're in the paint body and getting rebounds getting blocks they're all they're going to the floor so many times and eventually you know, the gift and the curse of being a stretch five or a stretch four is there's going to be injuries. Yeah. They're having to, they're having to play, you know, like a guard at times with a seven foot frame on their body. Yeah. I don't know. I will say, I'll just give my takes on the playoffs real quick. I think it's clear the nets. I don't see, I see their path all the way to the Eastern conference finals. I don't see how it's going to be tough. I when, think Bucks uh, are gonna be tough. When you have your top three scorers that can score 100 points in a game, you know, I it's gonna be hard to uh, gonna be hard to beat that beat that 108 team, to right? be Pacific. That's just crazy. Um, I think the Jazz look good. I know that everybody was iffy on them, but I think the Jazz still look good. We'll kind of see what happens. I don't think the Nuggets are out. I still think they're in it. I think the Clippers come back to win that whole series. I just don't think the Mavs had have enough. I'll call it star power to finish that off. They got those first two games, but I don't think they'll they'll finish it off. The Knicks, I don't know what's going on. Um, actually, I mean, uh, RJ and uh, and Julius, if they play better, um, RJ played better yeah. last game. Yeah, Trey Young, get that hair, please. I have a problem um, with. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me. I'll let you finish, and then I'll rant. The Bucks, they played well in that series, but you know, no offense, Danny, they played the Heat, and by <laughs> Watching some of those games, looking at that Heat team, they played a Heat team that nobody recognized. Bubble yeah. boys. Yeah. And so it's it'll be interesting to see them play the next round. Are they going to do a typical choke bucks fashion? Um, I don't know. That team still, eh, it's iffy to me. 
I, I don't see the Lakers scare me without AD. I don't know. The West is up, up in the air for me now. Yeah. It's up in the air for me now. Danny, why do you think that is? What do I the, think what as, is? As the resident Heat fan. Uh, why the Heat played like garbage. Yeah. Um, the, the bubble did, I think, impact. It had something to do with it. Um, and then, I mean, the Bucks got a lot better. They played great defense. Bam played like me at LA Fitness. <laughs> uh, and I mean, Jimmy's shooting like three of 18. I mean, yeah, I like Birdo at LA Fitness. Yeah. I mean, what, what's it called? Bryn Forbes averaged more points than some yep. of them, some of our starters. It just mm. didn't look good. And it's going to be an Tyler interesting offseason. Yeah, Tyler Hero worried about other things. As he should. Taking Instagram stories of he's his got a girl's baby cats. coming, I think. Hey, he's got a ring. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, he's Kadia. He definitely shot up the club because she's definitely pregnant. I I, I scouted her. I don't, I, I don't blame her. I scouted her. <laughs> I don't I don't follow her on any platform. Uh, even uh, our our podcast. But uh, when a girl makes a living showing off her full body on every single post, and all of a sudden doesn't they wear baggy dresses? She pregnant. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I e I e bundle of Britney. On uh, PJ yeah. Washington, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He hid that. Yeah. She turned off the comments to her post and never posted her stomach unless it was like a throwback, because you could tell, because yeah, you could just right. down. And then what happened? Pregnant. What did Katya do? Turn off all the comments. It's like at that yeah. point, you're not even keeping it a secret no more. Right. Like, it's like, oh, I want to be private. I don't want people commenting that I'm pregnant. So then, how about you just not post just for say it. Oh, what's okay. wrong with being I don't get what's wrong with being pregnant shouldn't they be happy that's what I mean I don't I don't know I can't speak on that because a I'm not a woman last time I checked uh, and B I can't even fathom what goes through their brain as far as business being an influencer and having a life wait she turned off her comments too <laughs> yeah yeah look at it yeah that's Jimmy how, Butler asked for the max as he should I think that he oh yeah what four him. years what four years maybe what? one that's a lot of money being I mean, o- up, being older than the age of 31 32 which he is that's a lot of years and a lot of money bro they, they yeah. got to do it i mean unless you're going to do a sign and trade but you already i don't be- to get him so it's... i don't believe you do that though because you're looking at you're you're saying you're gonna have to either trade him in his when he's 36 37 but he's not going to be a tradable contract you're going to waive him so you're looking at that as a three-year deal and he's gonna be 35 being jimmy buckets he's gonna be jimmy buckets at 35 36 it wasn't jimmy so. buckets last week so I, I don't know what you got going on he that's why i like that's learn to chill out and take some breaks you can't be saying you practicing at 3 a.m and you have 12 points in the nba playoff. and he's not a shooter either because yeah. being a shooter mm-hmm. helps your longevity in the game and he's not a shooter so he's got to get into the nitty-gritty can can you trust a 35 year old doing that i don't think so bro all i gotta say is the bucks up with the thirty-five year olds. D Wade didn't go out like that <laughs> at age thirty-six. Yeah. You don't you don't get swept if you want to be considered, you know, an all-star player. Or ask for that kind of money. Like, and they had a full win. team. Nobody nobody was hurt on that on you that think team. He gets nobody it? nobody had injuries. I mean, I, I no. think that he give it to him. I think he'll probably just, give it to him. Other yeah. than that, bring him back to the Bulls. All right. Well, I mean, Levine. But you really you would oh, take guys, him back. We got a lottery pick. I'm not paying him max. I wouldn't pay him a max contract. 
Yeah, but where does he fit on that team? He's going to take minutes away from from uh, Patrick Williams. That's okay right now for one or two years. Okay, (laughs) that's okay. I want to know how you feel. That was a serious question. Yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't a serious thing. I was was doing it for the pod. You know, I oh no, hey man, I take you seriously. Yeah, well, I tell my wife that's the mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the baby. Boom. All right. I do, I do want to give a, I do want to give out my uh, a shout out to my boy KD, which uh, you know, there's been several tweets. I think, oh, uh, that's your boy now. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Did you I hit him gonna, up? You know how he's feeling every day. Damn. I was yeah. I was gonna call him Kevin, but I didn't want to like make it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Kev. Um, <laughs> you know, a tweet went out today, or or a stats been um, coming out where it's like. He missed 552 days between between the last injury he had in Achilles, and he's 32 years old and averaging 35, uh, eight Katie's rebounds, blocks. No, I know, <laughs> but uh, no, because at the end of the day, it it, it speaks on almost. Um, we we go into a guy coming back from injury, and what is the first thing we say? He'll never be the same, right? That's kind of what the narrative is. What I say, not everybody. They paint that picture. He won't be the same. There's no way. Or he's at that age, right? And then when they do it, that, what's the reaction? What you just did. We know he's good. But it shouldn't yeah. be. It should be you got to appreciate it while it's happening. Not saying you're wrong, Ben, and not thinking. Because when, after yeah. he does it, you go, oh, that's just KD being KD. But if you break it down, that's two years ago. He's doing better numbers. All right. I know it's a small sample size. He'll probably have another 25, 28 this game. But the guy came back at – after the age of 32, an Achilles injury and is looking not even efficiently. He's shooting 58% from field goal, 64 from three and 92. It just, I just wanted to throw flowers at him this time because I don't know how long it's going to be till he could average those numbers. Not saying he could do it next year because he's yeah. only getting older and the game's, you know, getting only younger at the end of the day. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Just wanted, just wanted to shout out my boy right here. Someone just called AD Anthony Day Two Davis. Oh shit! All right, I have one wish, and that wish the Knicks in the series. No, I mean, look, it's going to be a tough, tough task now. Okay, we put ourselves in this hole. Um, You know, been a big tip supporter this year. Guys, getting out coached, plain and simple. I need to know. I, I really do need to know why. And I don't know why. I don't know if, if or why people haven't asked him this question yet. Why aren't we putting Trey Young in more fucking ball screens? I I, I don't understand that, it. He's guarding that Reggie Bullock. Does, yeah, that does. Or, or like take Reggie Bullock out early and put Alec Burks in because Alec Burks has been hooping. But it, it just it, it blows my mind that we're not trying to exploit Trey Young on defense more. And like the Hawks have other good defenders. Um, you know, Clint Capella is doing a good job of protecting the rim. But you would think with the way we've been playing now that we would adjust something. Honestly, Gravy, you want to know is my real this... opinion? And th- 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 No, you go. We don't have a superstar. I was, that's that's mine. I, I was going to say, uh, well, that was a part of it, but you don't have multiple players that are able to isolate because that only works. Maybe you put Bullock in a, in an ISO situation or back down on, on Trey, because right. the great teams will do that, Tim. Yep. When they have to go up against uh, Embiid, that will happen. Um, but you guys don't have outside of Randall, a guy that could go do that to him. Um, 
And and that's the difference of being a good team and a great team. Yeah. That's all I was going to say. And I, th- this is going to be sound completely biased, but if you do like watch a game or have watched multiple Knicks games, RJ Barrett is elite in transition. Once we get in that half court offense, he does struggle a little bit. He's become really good at catching shoot, catching and shooting in the in the corners for threes, but it's not going to. We're relying solely on Derrick Rose in the half court offense. Josh Gibson has played well, but look where. And look, I got people texting me, calling me. I ain't even talked to, talking shit. Mm. That's fine. Get your shit off. I would get my shit off if roles were reversed. Cool. You got a platform to do it. They don't. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's whatever. You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. But it's also like, I mean, I just, I hate Heat fans in general. Not like the Heat fans that I know, but like other Heat fans. Um, because like, I get it. We're, we have rivals and stuff, but like, man. And boys was at home on the couch watching the Knicks, praying we were losing that game this weekend. Sure. That's true. But it's like, why? Like, I get it. We're like a crazy fan base, and we were fucking throwing a parade in Times Square when we won, you know, last week. But I think in realistic terms, we're a team that overachieved. We're ahead of schedule. Isn't it the sto- isn't it the story of Tibbs' though career? Great in the regular season, choke in the playoffs. Yes, if we're gonna put it on Tibbs, but I'm also. I mean, I'm not gonna put it. I'm just saying, as a Bulls fan, right? As a lifelong Bulls fan, if you follow his career, you know. I mean, I don't know if you can say he necessarily choked against that. His teams did. It's coming down to the players. I mean, yeah, they they play better teams. Those Chicago teams were playing. Um, were they playing the Miami Braun. Heat? They were playing Braun. Yeah. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, we could always blame why our <laughs> Eastern Conference team no, it, didn't play well. For me, it, it's Braun, but. it's 100% the players. We're not making any shots. No, I mean, we're playing respectable yeah. defense. Trey Young's going to get his 30 no matter what. That's fine. But we can't make any shots. And that comes yeah. down to, like, what I was saying is, you know, we're, we're ahead of schedule of where we want to be. Granted, hey, we got the fourth seed. That's cool. Let's continue to build. But we're missing a superstar, another superstar along Julius, alongside Julius, because man, Julius isn't, you know, Julius has progressed, but playoffs are a different animal. And, you know, he's granted he's given it all his all, but he's not a guy who's gonna create his own jump shot, you know, every single time down the court. Yeah. He needs to drive, they're collapsing on him and he's kicking it out. He's doing the right thing. He's playing basketball. Guys aren't making shots. So I think yeah. if we get another superstar in you know, pick up a disgruntled superstar however we can this offseason or next. Um, and we need some shooters because, you know, it's just we're not we're not putting the ball in the basket and that's going to win you the game. I was just going to say. Hmm? I just said Kawhi me. Kawhi me. Oh, I was bro, just going to say. I would love Kawhi. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> would, that, would, would. Be, that would be wild. Everybody but would. that's, that's yeah, it. That, would. But, yeah, but that's for what we're trying card. to build for, like, a defensive team, the only thing about Kawhi that worries me is – Tibbs is a guy that's going to play to start players a lot, and Kawhi likes to use his PTO a lot during the season. So that's, that's something that might – I don't know if that would bring him to New York. Um, I think for New Balance, that would be great if he came to New York. <laughs> for sure. Um, but, I mean, that's – we'll see. I just – we can win another game or two. I, I, I'd like that. My point – my last point on that was uh, about the Tibbs choking is, um, you know, my, my belief or, or uh, criticism on the NBA is – NBA coaches get you to the the playoffs. Uh, you know, they are responsible for the cohesion and everything that goes on on the floor in the regular season. It's the players that have to take over. The the, the coach only – because at the end of the day, every superstar is playing 40 minutes. 
yeah. you know, you're playing eight deep, nine deep, maybe you're not, you know, in the, in the uh, regular season, you're going 10. So that m- more management, but yeah, rotation short. all the, all, the, yeah, all the, all the coach has to do is make sure you do a timeout at the right times, uh, challenge at the right times and, and little things like that and make adjustments um, in the playoffs. That's why it was like Tibbs choked. The, in the playoffs, it's all it's ninety percent players. I, I in in my uh, belief or my criticism, like I said, uh, anything yeah, left I, on. I agree. On the I NBA. just wanted to. Yeah. I want to stir up conversation That's, there. No, I'm I'm, yeah. uh, I'm really interested in that <laughs> Lakers Sun series though. Yes, sir. Yeah. Ten o'clock. It's gonna it's gonna to me it's gonna take LeBron to LeBron's gonna have to return to like. I don't know, know, the Cleveland days where he take he takes over every aspect of the game in order to win, in my opinion. Guess what though? He although can't I don't know though do because like CP3 that, is still because hurt. he's not that age. So it is interesting. I wonder. Hmm. I think LeBron could do that for a game or two in a series, but he's no longer. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully he proves me, proves me wrong, which that'll be great to say. I only benefit from looking like an asshole when I say this, but it's it's father time obviously tom brady and father time have no relationship at all because he's yeah. defying all the odds he's putting up numbers and winning so but, but he LeBron doesn't event- but tom brady doesn't get hit yeah that no. yeah you're right that's how he just stands there and throws the ball that's yeah he and he'll and he'll go down if he does get decide to get hit the old uh yeah. eli manning or Peyton manning you go down when yeah. you see a big dude coming at you right but uh <laughs> lebron eventually lebron's gonna lose a little bit of his luster the speed and quickness and I think he could do it for spurts of a minute, five minutes, but he can't do it for a whole game like he used yeah. to do 42 minutes in a game in seven game series. It's bro. And he, nor should he. Nor should he have to do that. That's why you mm-hmm. put other players, hopefully, around LeBron that can So what uh, Ray you know, is saying is the Lakers are done. Ray is no, saying right I, now Lakers are I done. I do have the Suns in my finals pick, which is more of a <laughs> pod pick than a preference pick. Because yeah. a Lakers Nets series finals would be whether they the Nets win or lose, I would want that. If you ask me that right now, because if we win, there's no the Suns question. played you guys pretty good in the regular season, though, right? We beat the Suns. If I remember. Well, yeah, I but it was a, it was a good game. Yeah, I think. yeah, we came back like 24 sure nothing. That. Yeah, 24 down, down for 24. No, you're right. They played pretty well. But hey, uh, I think like Ben said earlier, the West is more open than the East. Um, so. There's like four teams. There's four or five teams in the West that could, if healthy and everything goes right, could could make the Western Conference Finals and the Finals. In the East, it's only two or three. Uh, we all know that. It's two. Sure. It's two, one. Yeah. Four teams. <laughs> uh, I think it's three. I mean, Embiid's Who's the not third. Getting. The well, Sixers? I was going to say Bucks, Nets, and Sixers, but that Embiid getting hurt or tweaking a knee injury in the first round. Yeah. That hurts, bro, because. You're, ben, you're only going to play more minutes and more intense minutes. So yeah. it's not going to help. It's not the Sixers with that. Unless they have a 100% healthy and beat, it's not the Sixers. Ben Simmons literally cannot shoot at the ball at all, which yeah. is just incredible to me. Like the man, he, he looked like a little kid in kindergarten that was in trouble trying yeah. to walk into the free two throw for line. 12, two for 15, something like no, that. No, he, he was he, just. He hit a few more after. He was like five or six oh, or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's terrible. I mean, regardless yeah. of whatever position you play, I don't even think I could shoot five or 16 from the free throw line. So, no. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, no. So, quick, quick, uh, quick baseball run, run through. 
Yep. Just want to throw, since we're throwing flowers at players, <laughs> I'm just going to throw my flowers at, uh, as I'm wearing a Miami Marlins jersey, I'm going <laughs> to throw flowers at the best pitcher ever, Jacob deGrom, who now Is currently has a zero, yep, four and two, zero point seven one ERA, and yeah. he's batting four fifty. Well, shout out to the first place Cubs. Woo! Fly the W. Team is on fire. Fly the W. On fire. They are on fire. Hopefully that settles down a little bit and we get Chris Bryant in New York, pal. Nope. Shout Chris Bryant, out. Chris Bryant has to be in the MVP race right now. No, he is for sure. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to baseball take is Fernando Tatis oh. Jr. That's it. Dude is amazing. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's, he that's is. it. <laughs> yeah, he is the Shohei Otani of her of San Diego. Oh, yo, do Absolutely. you know they sold out of those Cuban uh Miami Marlins jerseys? Sick, bro. City Connect. I was gonna buy a Jazz Chisholm one, but <laughs> we gotta do out. our top. We gotta do the top five. Um, yeah. Wait, hold top on. Five, um, oh, I was just going to say shout out the uh, shout out America, not only for um, Memorial Day, but Pulisic was the first American to hoist the Champions League. Chelsea, shout out Vito. I was shout with him. I was I was more on the Chelsea side than the Man U at Man City. I thought Man City was going to take it, to be honest. <laughs> I went into yeah. it saying they're too young, too inexperienced, but Man City didn't score a goal. That's all you need no. to know at the end of the day. And that's soccer. That's how you win games. Probably scoring goals helps. But it was a great yep. game. I was. I have no complaints about that game. It was awesome. Vito was a good sport. He didn't talk shit. Called me. He was, yeah. And the as soon as I answered, he said, I love you, dog. I'm sorry. And yeah. that was it. He was, yeah. <laughs> we, we went to the Inter-Miami game that night, too. And he he wore his Chelsea scarf, his Inter-Miami uh, jersey. What does the back he, of his Inter-Miami jersey say? Oh my God! What did it say? It said, "Oh, big uh, chubby spice." Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Hot spice. Yeah, it's for people that don't know. Chubby David spice. Beckham's, gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. Wife. But it was it was a pretty good hit with his. He had that jersey on. He had the Chelsea scarf, and there was a lot of Chelsea fans obviously coming out. So whoever yeah. was there, that was a Chelsea fan, definitely rocked the jersey. So I think we left like forty five minutes after the match ended. Um, because if you're in the supporter section, you're getting lit. But then we were like walking around and seeing different fans and just interacting with them. So he was a good so, sport about it. He had fun. So that was COVID's over. Shout out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. COVID's um, y'all want to do top five? What's the top five, Gravy? The top five is top five people dead or alive that you would uh, want to sit courtside with or enjoy a sporting event with. Oh yeah, I'm, ri- I'm writing mine now because I wanted to. I wanted to feel the room at first when we okay uh, on our pre-record uh, production meeting. So now that I have you guys, kid, I'll lead the ones that have their top five. We'll run it through. Top I know five. Ben's excited. Go ahead, Ben. <laughs> I'm not going. No, I always go first. <laughs> I'll okay. go first. Well, well, gravy goes last because it's well, gravy's Danny, top five. Okay, so. but Ben, be ready because Danny's gonna have like three and a half people. So he's got three people and then a two-legged cat. <laughs> that That'd dumb. be race cat Tuesday. <laughs> top five, dead or alive. I like it. So my, mine are actually all alive, even though I was the one that said uh, dead or alive. But uh, top five, I'm going Rihanna, going Dave Chappelle, Wiz Khalifa, 
Chad Ochocinco, and Salma Hayek. Honorable Damn. mention, my dad. Hey. Damn. Fort Pops. Damn. <laughs> this guy's just trying to get some ass. Um, can you blame me though no i can't actually you know i i I rethought of my list while you were saying that you know um because mine is complete opposite (laughs) yeah Yeah. i like it all right want me to go yep all right my top five i i thought i thought of mine more in like people I would want to sit there with the entire time so and talk to so I have a conversation with right yep. so one of them is Elon I had to put him in there I have so many questions I need him to answer for me directly and so I'd love to sit there with him uh I got Anthony Bourdain that that guy is uh, like a not a hero of mine but I love he's like me in different form if uh you know other worlds are true. I hope I'm him in another world right now. I have Dennis Rodman, the Dennis Rodman from 95 to 2000. That Dennis that's, Rodman. That's so funny because I thought about him just like five yeah. seconds ago. Like he'd be wild to put in. Yeah. Dennis Rodman that hangs around Broward County. No, I don't want Dennis. I don't want Dennis Rodman today. I want Dennis Rodman from 95 to 2000 is the one I want to sit next to. Um, Kevin Parker. Uh, there's another one of mine. If you don't know him, Kevin Parker. <clears throat> uh, Kevin Parker, the lead singer, Tame Impala, the band. Sorry. Essentially, essentially, a dude, the greatest band on earth. Okay. And I'll call him a band, but he actually plays every single instrument in that okay. band that you hear. Um, so I would just love to sit down and talk to him about music. And then my last one would be Hunter S. Thompson, um, who's dead. But if he was still alive, I would. It'd be a dream to sit down and talk talk with him. All right, that's your top five. Hey, Ray, before you go, can I ask a question? What's up? Can I guess if one person is on your list? Uh, go go ahead. Abraham Lincoln. He's number one. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, that that's an easy one. Anybody who knows me, I've like I've been collecting Abraham Lincoln things. I have books. I have whatever. By the way, if you ever if you guys like to go thrift storing, which I do. Uh, anytime you find something Abraham Lincoln, buy it because Abraham Lincoln value historically is up. But also, if you want to sell it to me or get or ship it to me, I'm always open for it. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, up, you gotta come up here and go to the brass armadillo if you like thrift stores. I swear it's to like god, a, yeah, it's like a mall, it's like it's a, a giant a ass store. mall. It's called the brass armadillo. You see it from the interstate, and they got this giant brass armadillo figure on the front of the building. But when you go in there, that each aisle is named after a state. It's like, so you're in Iowa, like the aisle. But it doesn't, not everything in that aisle has to do with Iowa. It's just how they name the aisles. And then Ah. crazy. So when I come to Iowa, I'm going to have to golf. We're going to have to record as a unit. And I'm going to have to go thrift store and basically in Iowa and see if they got better shit than South Florida. But number one, Lincoln, uh, in no specific order, but I guess Lincoln would be number one because. Wait, are you starting with number one? Did you just do a gravy? Yeah. Well, now that he now that you got <laughs> that you cheated on my my top five. So, uh, Abraham Abraham Lincoln, Jay Z, Larry David, Kirby Enthusiasm, Seinfeld is yeah. Uh, uh, just he's the great. He's my favorite. Almost he's probably my second favorite human of all time. Uh, the fact Tupac. that I just learned the fact that I just learned right now that you like Kirby Enthusiasm. 
Dude, Ben, that's one of my, I can talk all day. That's one of yeah. my all-time favorite shows. We all lamping? All we time. lamping? Dog, I could, yeah. I uh, One time I was in a, in a team meeting with my team, and I yelled that kind of at him. I was like, are we lamping right now? Like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's chilling. It's kind of like chilling, but we lamping. <laughs> the, the, the thing the things his brain has created not only in the 90s but also in yeah. the current like last 15 years it's just unbelievable like the sayings a little quirkiness like when he like when he does things in episodes i go i may do that now but i'm definitely doing that when i'm 60 70 years old i'm going to be so like yes anal Dude, about one of the greatest shows like, of all time ever. you ever seen the episode where he gets high with his dad and then they're looking have, in the bathroom. Yes. They're looking in the bathroom yes. mirror. Oh my god! I'm a. I Tripping. can't even watch it. I die. Tripping. Yeah, yeah. His dad is the funniest looking thing ever. <laughs> so good, right? Bifocals uh, on. Uh, number four, Tupac. Um, ooh, Tupac. Wait. He'll stir up okay. something crazy at the game. Obviously, sit in front row. He'll be cool. He'll be wearing something, um, you know, retro. And then Marshawn Lynch, because I was thinking, of who would I want to sit next to in this mix of great human beings that would make me laugh and like you know, uh, always have something random to say or some interaction is Marshawn Lynch is not a comedian, but he might as well be one because right. that dude, yeah. he does everything funny. Yeah. I like it. Love it. That's my top Love five. It. All right. Um, number five, we're going to start with Spike Lee. Really <laughs> my guy, just, he, he, listen, he is went to Atlanta one day. Every game. He went to Atlanta by himself. Okay. He, he had to take some hits alone. So I respect it. And, hey, he's a Yankees fan. We could check out some Subway Series games together. But uh, I'd love to be right there. I'd love to talk to him um, and just hear, you know, his interactions with the players and fans during the game as well. Um, four, I have Tony Soprano, a.k.a. James Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah. And I'd watch I'd watch a game with him either at Bada Bing or the arena. Bada Bing. Um, Bada Bing. Number three. Number three, I did have Rihanna just because she's she's cool and she's lit during games and she likes to talk yes. shit. But I did yeah. take her out and I did put Rihanna. I put Action Bronson. Ooh, yeah. That, he was on my he's in my top ten. Yeah, yeah. he almost was in, um, he was in he's in my top ten for sure. He was almost in mine. Yep. Yeah. And then uh two I have Hove. I don't know if you guys checked out. I told Ben um if you guys checked out the last uh the shop episode. Yeah, it's good. Um but it's just Anytime I get to listen to Hove talk about some real shit, I'm locked in and focused because uh, I love that guy. Yeah, I got to um, check that episode out for sure. Can anyone guess who my number one person is? Jacob uh, DeGrom. Uh, Gil, Gil Hodges. No. That's a great pick. <laughs> uh, great, yeah, Grill Hodges is a great pick too. Fuck. I thought that one my, of those two for sure. My honorable mention was my grandma. Because she will talk shit. Yeah, you be with your ladies, and then yeah. you'll be, be like talking shit with it, just right next to you. That that's that's a good point. I like that. I like that pick. One, I had Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh, dude, he's in my top ten. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, he is. I think Solid. he's the. I think he's the future of like sports talk. Dude, dude, he's killing dude. it on SmackDown. He's, I freaking love that guy. I might get a PMI tattoo. I don't even know. He's awesome. I'm getting a tattoo. He brings. Come he with brings me to get so a tattoo. I would get a tattoo if you brought me with you to the tattoo shop. My tattoo artist just gave away four tattoos. By the way, that's while great. I was on this this thing. Next time I go, because I'm about to go. I'm I'm, I'm trying to go next week if I can. But. Yeah, Gary, you should get some. Maybe like 
if not on the uh, you you seem like somebody that would put like a piece on right away. Yeah, I need two half sleeves gone, but I'll get something little just to put somewhere for my first tattoo. Yeah, well, just to see yeah, what it's can, like, you know. Yeah, exactly. fill that. it out a little. Bit. I would get something little, like Rod. Rod got a cyclone tattoo on his ankle, and then he's like, after he went through that, he's not. He can't. He can't do it. Well, isn't like the ankle anymore. a terrible spot to get like your first tattoo? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah, any, I got a bunch of leg tattoos. Anything. Thin skin and bone is is yes. not a good mix. I want something Anything. like around my wrist, like a watch, like to put my watch over. Yeah. Or like little things. You know what I mean? Like make two I, little Yeah. Do it. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll bring you I'll I'll bring you with. Cool. Thanks. I like Ben's flow of tattoos that's similar to what we I have. I only have three, but like the little tattoos here and there. And you know, as long as you make it meaningful, you won't regret it. I hate people yeah. that are like, oh, it's on you permanently. Like who fucking cares? We're we're alive till sixty eight years old and we're all in simulation yeah. where none of it matters anyway. Right. So just fucking tat up your so face. That's why I put it on me because I want it there forever. And if I don't, I can just take it off. Yeah, yeah. I, that's right. It's like yeah. it's permanent. No, it really fucking isn't. Yeah. It makes <laughs> me go unique and an individual. Nobody yeah. likes staring at a blank canvas every day. Nope, especially a blank <laughs> white canvas. Anyway, right? Um... I know. Bless me. I, don't know. I get out of the shower and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I see my neckline. I'm like, god damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh man, terrible. Uh, bet the fort. Let's uh drop it like it's hot, baby. Uh, the fort back. This week, last yeah, week, yeah, last back. week. You know, he, oh, he needed shit. he needed a couple. He needed a mental health week. How about that? Exactly. Yeah. Me, me, and my bookie on good terms again. <laughs> <laughs> He's all paid up. He's all paid up. Uh, real uh, quick, give us your picks. Uh, taking Floyd over Logan Paul. All Obvious right. choice. Uh, I got Clippers over Mavs tomorrow. Clippers regain the series. Luca's hurt, not playing how he should be. So I think Clippers don't lose again. Um okay. taking the Knicks over the Hawks tomorrow. I think they get that. Ooh. They get they get one more in New York playing back in front of the fans. Only vaccinated fans too. Garden's gonna be rocking. No, that, that's that's for uh, if we had made it to the second round. Oh, second round. All right. Yeah. So still y'all still nobody's showing tomorrow. up for that round because we won't be there. <laughs> And then uh, switching it up a little bit, <clears throat> WNBA, like special it. team of the pod, Liberty over the Aces. I have no clue where the Aces are, but New York Liberty over the Aces tomorrow. Aces, the Aces are it. pretty decent. They uh, they got they the same record. Players five and two. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah they have good. Name. Uh, Aja Wilson, Ajaya. I don't know how to say her name. And and they have that girl from uh, that played for Stanford. Um, That's her. Yeah, is it? No, oh, no, no. Uh, my, mine is the girl from South Carolina. Girl, I'm thinking about it. Uh, thinking about it is uh, number two. Damn, I have her face. Her face. She's a. Uh, I'll I'll think about it and tell you guys. Anyway, uh, so bet the yeah. four. You have four picks. Liberty. I like the the little NBA uh, WNBA yeah. love. Still looking right, my for player on two K is rocking the Liberty jersey. Just want to let you guys know that. Yeah, I gotta get a Liberty. Yeah, I gotta cop some uh, WNBA gear. But uh, yeah, bet the four. Oh yeah, um, we gotta post the results from two weeks ago not last week i'm gonna put it as last week on the ig Fucking story Elliot. as yeah we're oh, yeah slacking. i gotta tell him he, he was slacking for a little it was memorial day weekend he was on a bender oh, as well lit. okay so whatever investigating crimes as well so he's got a lot on his plate uh let's get into shout outs so my shout outs for this week is uh we began a lot of new uh listeners which we this is why we do it you know uh i said in a group chat to all of you guys when I first started this podcast or what I want to do, I want to do it for myself, be creative, 
um, have a voice or, or kind of, you know, share it with people like friends or family. And then the other reason I want to do was to gain, you know, people I could interact with and, and talk sports or talk real life with. So we're getting more, we're, we're seeing on Twitter, we're interacting and engaging with some on IG. So uh, Ashley Mann, who I listen to on a WWE uh, podcast, she is one of the hosts. She does a great job. Um, she listened to our first episode, uh, her first episode of us last week, which we appreciate. Um, and you know, I love her, her takes on, on, on wrestling. And then Feinberg, uh, was a little annoyed at Feinberg, Elliot week after week, because, this guy. Yeah. Elliot didn't let me know that a topic that he recommended and gravy and Ben yeah, are going to love me. this one. He They're going to love already. this one. Hold on. Let me find it. Where he, is it? He messaged me. Cause Did you, you see? didn't, you didn't ask it. And so he asked me. Yeah. So let me, let me, <laughs> let me, do, let me do it. And then you could talk about it real quick. He goes, my question didn't make it this week. It's a big Iowa Midwest thing at the fairs, but love, uh, he said, love in the street talk and the, and the crypto talk. But his question earlier was where the hell is it? For those who don't know, while Ray is looking, Feinberg did come to Iowa like three times and he has yeah. been to the, the world-known Iowa State Fair. <laughs> oh, that's why I can't find it because it was one of the questions. It was it asked, something asked, like about the feel, Yes, how do you feel about fried butter on a stick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's and exactly. I told, him, I told him he messaged me, and he was like, "Ray didn't <laughs> Elliot <laughs> didn't ask my topic." <laughs> How do you, and he goes, how do you feel about fried butter on a stick? And I was like, I mean, well, I mean, I think it's dumb, dude. I'm like a health conscious guy. So I think it's stupid. Um, yeah. It could only exist in America. That's for sure. You yep. go to any other country, it doesn't exist. Um, so I wouldn't try it. You know, yeah, unless you're trying to have stupid. a heart attack or something. Yeah. Heart congestive failure. Who's eating that? <laughs> and I will say too, the Iowa, Iowa State Fair, like if you're from Iowa or you grew up here. Overrated. It's not as big as people think. It's huge yeah. for people who don't live here. Yeah. That come here and go to it. But if you live here, like before, I don't, the first time I think I ever went to it, I was like 26. I had never gone to it ever. And I think I've been to it maybe twice. Ray maybe. doesn't know, but uh, Danny might. It's like uh, the Owtown Fair that was in Broward. Oh, or what's that fair that's in Miami? I really know it's like the South Florida Fair, but that's like, yeah, it's Palm. fucking stinks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I did win an NFL jersey there throwing the football. Yeah. You can go get a turkey leg. That's pretty fire. Yeah. Maybe some deep fried Oreos. I'd do that. But everything else, it's pretty weak. You know, for sure. And the other yeah. only other thing I had, and you guys can get into your shout outs or random topics, is uh we had good interactions on the fourth uh Mount Rushmore of the last decade. Drake, Kendrick, and Jay Cole. I kind of ripped it off Twitter when uh LeBron replied, but Travis yeah. Scott, Mac Miller, future. Rick Ross, Future. That was kind of the vibe which Damn. I would I do put, take my future would, recommendation back. I am putting Rick Ross up there. Yeah, I would put yeah. Future and the Future would be my fourth on that Mount Rushmore of uh, you know, last 10, 12 I years. To think. When did the oh, first port of Miami? What would you guys be Ben in uh Fort Wall Gravy thinks? Yeah, I said mine was Travis Scott. I'm a big Travis Scott. Travis fan. Scott, yep. yep. Yeah, he tore it up in the last 10 years. What about you, Fort? I'd probably say uh, future or whiz. Whiz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was I'll trying go, to think like decade. Say, I'm like, yeah. 
I'm going to say – I'm not going to put Rick Ross in that because he had some albums. I was going like, to say – My Rick favorite Ross album is Rick Ross before 2010. Yeah, because the question was like 2010 and beyond, and so that's why I tried yeah. to think of it. Like Rick Ross, I would consider a legend before 2010 even started. Well, yeah. like when, when they dominated – and it was a vague question, the reason why uh, we put it out there, because I wanted it to be – vague just so to see how people answered i didn't want to be too specific like yeah. musically uh impact so it just was like who would like when you look at those three faces kendrick j cole and drake what fourth face would be there that would make sense in that and that's up mm -hmm. to your own interpretation that's the beauty of it yeah that's the beauty of the question yeah for sure yeah i'll, I'll go back to my future then because okay he had an eight pete <laughs> Dog, he was, dog, he was, he was so. It's hard to be relevant for five consistent years. Obviously, the other three guys have been relevant for a decade, literally. But man, if you have a good hip hop or music career for five years, you can make a lot of money there, and you can yeah. make an impact in music in five years too. You don't need 10, 20 years like some people have. Yeah. Any other shout outs on your guys' end to kind of wrap up episode eighteen? I only got one shout out. Uh, happy birthday, Kiki. She claims she's a listener. I don't know how true it is or not. I sent Damn, her so don't tell her that finally. you shut her out and let's see if she knows. It's all good for real, yeah. And also, let's get some more women listeners and watchers. So if you are a woman that listens to this podcast, please tell your friends to, My fiance you know, doesn't even listen to this shit. We're not follow, getting any yeah, women <laughs> Follow, <laughs> you know, give us some week. feedback. We want to have a more uh, diverse uh, crowd. So DM The world us needs more Emily's. Yourself. Hey, you, I mean, yeah, I say that to her every day. <laughs> you know, I feel blessed I got I'm married to her. So wow. Yeah. Tear. Tears. Yeah. Fucking cute. For real. I mean it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. All right. Any anything else, boys? Shout out to me. That's all I got. <laughs> shout out yeah. to I'll me. shout out me too. Shout out me. All right. So shout out my boy. I mean NBA playoffs. I'm gonna go watch this Nets game. Hopefully we uh clinch this uh round one. And, uh, you know, you don't watch uh, the Yankees the, lose again tonight. I'm watching them. They're three, three, whatever. They're going to lose. Anyway. Marcus smart. Doesn't step on the Nets logo. at half court. Oh, <laughs> oh the letter B got it's offended. All right. that, that logo is only like four years old anyway. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's fine. We'll, we'll live and, and then move on and they'll be in Cancun. But, uh, yeah. So let's, <laughs> uh, let's, hope, the heat. let's, let's, let's hope for a good playoff games, uh, this, the rest of the week and, you know, a good boxing match in, uh, no Paul versus Mayweather. Hopefully we'll have some good content uh, on the pod for episode 19, but appreciate it. Interact with us, keep engaged and we'll talk to you guys next time. Yes, sir.